Hello and welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Forever Production. Now here are your hosts, Nick and Bill. When you say alright, it makes me feel alright. Okay, Nick, we're live. Hi. Hello, everyone out there. Hello. This do you know is... how we... Hmm? Uh, do you, uh, uh, well, for, yeah, this is Pillow Talk Podcast. Yes. That's, a, that's my dog. <laughs> yes, uh, Pillow Talk Podcast, where you can find us at pillowpodcast.com, and now we'll forget that for three more episodes. Yep, yep. And <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at the Bill Heron. Yep. Yep, and at, at uh, Big, Big in Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, and then yep, at yep, Pillow Podcast and Facebook.com slash Pillow Podcast. You can find us all over the place, even though nobody does. So thanks for that. Where we post some really great things. I'm going to let this dog out. Yeah, please do. While Nick's doing that, I will encourage everyone uh, if you're listening to the show and you haven't yet given us a review on iTunes, um, what are you waiting for? Please do it. Um, four stars, five stars. This is where, like, remember when you're at the car dealership and they tell you that uh, unless you give them a 10, that means you weren't satisfied. So give us a five stars. Come on. It's the least you can do. Um, and if you can't give us five, if you can't see it in your heart, uh, at least give us four stars because, let's face it, Nick and I are both really nice and we deserve it. Uh, while you're doing that, uh, feel free to go to facebook.com slash pillow podcast and like the pillow podcast because, let's face it, only a hundred of you do... Uh, which means there's plenty of room for people to like us on Facebook. And one of them is Santa Claus. Yeah, uh, one of them is Santa Claus. So if you want to be cool like Santa, like us on Facebook. Uh, while you're on our Facebook page, share one of our posts that you might find hilarious. Because let's face it, there are some out there. <laughs> yeah, there are. <laughs> and share it with your friends and let them see how exciting it is. I'm doing my best to share the news among the Skittle Bring Back Lime Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because yes, about every are. two days, we get another post-like on that Maury Povich meme. <laughs> and weird likes we've been getting. We had one from Australia. Yeah. We had a Walking Dead one we had. Yep. <laughs> like somebody share or something. Or tag so, somebody in. while you are on Facebook, go to Pillow Podcast and go to the Pillow Talk Podcast and, and share something with your friends. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's plenty for everybody. True. Mm-hmm. There's, True. I dare I say, Nick, something for everyone there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Pretty so much. Uh, your dog's outside. Yes. Oh, hey, you want to hear something cool that I don't know we ever talked about? I would love to. It's getting to be the most wonderful time of the year again. It's close. Um, and us talking about Santa Claus liking our Facebook page uh, mm-hmm. reminded me. Uh, did you know that there's a documentary out there? Of uh, the great Mick Foley uh, put it out. Have we ever talked about this? Where he I don't dressed think so. in uh, the great WWE wrestler Mick Foley put out a documentary a while ago where he dressed in nothing but Santa themed clothing uh, for 365 days. You know, I think I might have actually known that. And it's called the Great Santa something. Well, fun fact for you that you didn't probably know: um, Santa, uh, obviously the real santa 
who likes our Facebook page, mm-hmm. was featured in said documentary. Santa Roger? Yeah. Nice. Was featured in said documentary. Lives in Flushing on his off time when he's not in the North Pole. Mm-hmm. He does. You know why he yeah. does that? Because he's why? awesome. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, he is in the documentary. So I mean, fully documentary. Well, he's yeah. totally a celebrity because, again, one, he's Santa. He's Santa, yeah. But, you know, Santa, you know, he keeps it low. He probably doesn't like that I tell people where he lives on the off time. <laughs> but, but you know, he was in a documentary with the great hardcore legend Mick Foley. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I asked him if he got a Cactus Jack shirt. He said no. You asked Santa if he did? Yeah, because I saw him at the Kroger. Did you really? Shops, yeah, he also shops at the Kroger. Did you stop him like and ask him? Yeah. I was like, Santa. And he's like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I live here sometimes. <laughs> I was like, at Kroger? And he said, no, in Flushing. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty great. Yeah, Nick, I will tell a, a quick little story. I don't know if I did, but so, I mean, we've been... Uh, the place, Nick, that you and I both used to work, um, mm-hmm. that some could call a horrible place. Um, some might not, but whatever, that's them. Uh, <laughs> we had an event where we sponsored Santa at the mall. Mm-hmm. And so we would get to see Santa every year. Mm-hmm. And Santa would remember, remember, I don't know if, he would remember my kids at least from year to year to year. Mm-hmm. Um, at least my eldest. He mm-hmm. would remember George. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I stopped working at that place, Nick, I... I decided I needed to friend Santa on Facebook well, sure. so that I could make sure that when we went to the mall, the real Santa was there because he publishes his mall schedule. That way you know when he's going to be there and when somebody else is going to be there. Oh, that's good. You, you follow my thinking so far? <laughs> so we found out earlier this year that there was an event that he does down in um, down towards Detroit mm-hmm. for a dog club so you could bring your dog to Santa. Now, our local mall does have an event where you can bring your dog to Santa, but... It's not the real Santa at the mall. Mm-hmm. It's one of Santa's helpers. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to go see the real Santa. So we all got in the car, and mm-hmm. we all drove down to Detroit, and we took the dog with us, and we walk in this dog training room where Santa's set up, and he looks at my son and goes, Well, hi, George. That's awesome. Yeah. That's Santa's Santa. not missing a beat. Santa is not missing a beat. Now, granted, there aren't many young boys named George in the world. Sure. Um, Unless you're Mexican. <laughs> right, and then it's Jorge. Jorge. Oh, Actually, hey, call Jorge. him that. Too. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Jorge, get to the table. You talking to me? Is your name Jorge? He's like, yeah. Then get to the table. <laughs> um, but he just, out of all the children in all the world, yeah, great Santa. R- remembers Jorge. Yep. Yep. Good. Jorge Mendoza Heron. Jorge Mendoza Guapada. <laughs> Gracienda. Gracienda. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. El Guapo. El Guapo. How many piñatas would you say we have a plethora of piñatas? <laughs> that's from the movie The Three Amigos. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just writing something down and I'm yawning because Perfectly I'm tired. Fine. Bill's tired, so well, let's tell a joke to wake him up. Well, now here I'm, I was going to explain why I'm tired and why episode well, 55 of the Pillow Talk podcast oh, still hasn't come out, Nick. Talk away. It's because these stupid Cubs are in the playoffs. <sighs> yes, and uh, I saw they didn't get to fly the W. 
No, last not only night. did they not get to fly the W. So it's been a they long didn't put week. Up. Because uh, well, la- okay. So uh, I'm, I, last night we lost one to nothing. Yes, we did. Um, we had two hits. The Dodgers had three hits, and uh, some would say a bunch of walks, but whatever. Three hits to two hits. One of their hits happened to be a home run. We lost one to nothing. The problem, Nick, is that this comes at the end of a week where one of the games, I fell asleep at 2 o'clock in the morning. Was that the one that went like 14 innings? That was the one that went, yeah, like, I was at 13 innings, and I fell asleep on the bottom of the 12th Mm -hmm. at 2 a.m. And then the (laughs) next game was over at 1 a.m., and I was up for that one. It's it's been a long week. It's a rough week for Bill when play when the Cubs are doing good. Well, it is because one, um, like Luke Cage came out like two mm-hmm. weeks ago, and I've yet to watch a single episode of it yet. Me too. And you just downed that mason jar of of beverage, Nick. Oh yeah, there's a lot of uh, Captain Morgan in there. <laughs> It has too been a long week at the Rodriguez household. I'm, I'm sorry, Nick, and it's only Monday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. We're gonna make it. We're gonna we'll make, make it. it. A little odd. Uh, so anyway, the the episode 55, Nick, uh, did not come out like it was supposed to last week because again, I was biting my fingernails watching the Cubs, like a true Cubs fan would. Mm-hmm. We're recording this podcast on a Monday because the Cubs play Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. <laughs> yes, they do. I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, and so, yes, so thus, uh, what is he doing? Oh, the dog needs to come back in. So that is why episode 55 uh, of the Pillow Talk podcast has yet to come out. You will receive it uh, at a later date when uh, when Nick and I deem you worthy. And uh, you will not receive it a moment sooner. So that is why this is episode 56. And the last episode that you listened to was 54. And, uh, Nick, I was just telling the fine people that they'll get episode 55 when we decide they should get it. That's right. Well, we're damn good and ready. Yep. And not a minute before. Nope. Nope. Because we are in control. That's right. This mm-hmm. is our house, too. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Okay. So what else is going on? Hey, uh, uh, do you know how you can tell the difference between boy ghosts and girl ghosts? Um, I think I knew this at one point. You probably did. But how? The boobies. Oh, that's right, yeah. That joke killed at work. <laughs> Let's save that for our Halloween episode, which we'll be recording next I know, I week. It was a great Yeah, joke. that's it. Pr- next week. Yeah, I was real proud of myself for that joke. It killed. It's a good... <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. I have uh Nick just to tease this. Uh so next week uh you and I will be putting out our Halloween episode. Yeah. And um I have a fantastic story to share with you oh, about God. how my daughter believes that her school oh, no. is haunted. Oh no. And you okay. will just have to wait to hear it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh Nick, there were a couple things I wanted to talk about today. Do you got anything? Um no. Take that as a no. I've been holding on to this little article for um for a while. Oh. So National Geographic Channel is going to have a global event series that's going to premiere on, on November 14th in the states and November 13th internationally. Okay. Okay. Um it's called Mars. It is a six-part series. So here's what this is about. You ready? 
Yes. Uh, it, quote, tells the fictitious story of Earth's first crewed mission to Mars in 2033. Oh. So it's fictitious, but it's kind of like a documentary, while weaving in the very real efforts happening in 2016 to get us there. How cool is that? The yeah. scripted drama of an international crew reaching and attempting to colonize the Red Planet was filmed earlier this year in Budapest and Morocco. The unscripted segments, which you can think of as seamless flashbacks, include interviews with 21 leading experts, uh, including among them familiar names like Neil deGrasse Tyson, who um, needs to stop being such a jerk um, to religion all the time. Uh <laughs> The Martian author Andy Weir. Did you ever read The Martian? No. No, you were going to listen to it at one point. Did you ever yeah, watch the movie The Martian? No, I didn't. Okay, you really need to get on that. I do. Apollo, it's on my list of things. Apollo 13 Commander Jim Lovell and SpaceX CEO Elon is he the Musk. One, is he the one that that screwed up the Apollo 13? Is that Jim Lovell? That was Tom Hanks. Oh. He's the one who managed to make sure everybody didn't die. As okay, well as so he footage. Wasn't the one that broke it. No, of actual okay. scientists and engineers at work today. Um, and then just kind of just blah, blah, blah from there. I've been holding on to that little article for a while because November 14th is a long way away, even still. Uh, but it's going to be here before you know it. It's going to be on the National Geographic Channel. And it's going to freaking be awesome. It is going to be awesome. Hey, you know what else is awesome? What's that? I watched Ghostbusters this weekend. Take Back Action or whatever it's called. Call to the Pen. What's it called? What is it called? They they subtitled it for home video. Oh, I don't know. I Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. I downloaded Korean subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. It's called Ghostbusters a Call to Action. No, it's Ghostbusters Answer the Call. Oh, interesting. Because they were trying to distance it from everything else. So what did you think? Now, just hold on a second. Uh, just to remind everyone, you were very excited for this movie the whole mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have firmly been on board with the feeling that I thought this movie was going to suck donkey balls the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie then f- was a flop at the box office. Mm-hmm. Um, and And what say you? This was a fabulous movie. Oh, you, you of course you're going to say that. No, no, I swear to God, it was it, <laughs> it it had me laughing a bunch. Um, you know, there were uh, not just the funny parts that were in the clips like we were worried about cuz I was concerned about that too. Yeah, from what I hear there's there's valid concern for that. No, uh Chris Helmsworth, hilarious. Plays like the biggest idiot in the whole world like <laughs> I can't like it's really really funny, um, you know. Bill Murray's got a good uh, cameo in little it. Cameo, yeah. Uh, uh, Dan Aykroyd has a nice little cameo in it. He's and, not dead. Uh, nope, nope. And the girl that plays Janine has a. Um, has oh, a nice Annie cameo. Potts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she has a good cameo in it. It's um, it was a good movie, man. I, I really it? don't. Um, I I think it was good for a few reasons. It was good because they the biggest complaint with everyone was or one of the biggest complaints was that they weren't in the firehouse. They, like they that weren't? Was, no, they weren't in the firehouse. They were in a Chinese restaurant. Like, oh, really? In like in like a room above like a like an apartment above a Chinese restaurant. But at the end of the movie they're in the They firehouse. moved into the firehouse. Because the cause the uh state of New York 
I know you're not going to watch this movie. No, not uh, watching this, it at all. Because the state of New York wants them to continue to rid the city of ghosts, so they're granting them money, and they'll give them whatever they want, and they say they want this firehouse, because they went and saw the firehouse and they couldn't afford it. So, so that's nice. Uh, oh, Winston's nice in it, win- too. Winston's in it? <laughs> yeah, Winston has a nice little cameo in it. I saw a really uh, cool pop vinyl of Winston Zedmore and the Ecto-1 uh, at Walmart the other day. Winston? Yeah. Of all people? Uh, I think it's because they realized that you wouldn't buy Winston unless they made you buy the Ecto-1 to get him. Some people might. Black Lives Matter people or, you know. <laughs> His relatives? Yeah. Him himself. He's got to sign something at convention. <laughs> That's true. All your yeah. completionists. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, great. it was a really, really good movie. Chris Helmsworth was hilarious in it. Uh, there was a lot of funny spots. The part that I liked the most, my daughter could watch most of it. Like, there was maybe like one spot that I had to skip over, but my daughter could watch it. And she'd been begging to watch this movie. I wasn't too concerned. Okay. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. I really, I, I truly am glad you liked it. And I can't wait for them to make another one. Oh. <laughs> no. It, it was a really, really, I, I promise you, it was like a, it was a nice movie. Um, like, I, I, I don't think it did anything to tarnish anything. Is that like, is that like when they say, oh, oh, she's a nice girl and she's like ugly as sin? No, 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 no. I really did uh, think Is it like when the bare naked ladies said that Gordon was a good boy? <laughs> no, you leave the BNL out of this. They're Canadian. They're Canada's treasure. He's a good boy. Such a clever boy. <laughs> I miss the BNL. <laughs> I know it's a good song. It came up on my They're iPod the other treasure. day. Oh, that was a good. When a good I was born, they looked at you and said, "What a good boy! What a smart boy! What a clever boy!" <laughs> Sorry. When no, it's I was fine. Born, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, it was also an episode of Homicide Life on the Street. Oh. Mm-hmm. Homicide. Yep. Great show. Best show ever, in fact. Joe, or, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I was just looking at a thing from a guy named Joe. Uh, Nick. Homicide? No, no, no. no something else. No. I got all kinds of stuff going on the phone here that I've been saving to talk to you about. Oh, that's good. Um, did you know that uh, SETI is investigating a possible extraterrestrial signal from deep space? What's SETI? SETI is the search Isn't for extraterrestrial. No, that's bad eye. SETI WAP. <laughs> no, I think oh, it's no, that's Fetty, Fetty WAP. WAP. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm also kind of disappointed. I actually know that. <laughs> um, no, the SETI is the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. That oh. big thing that they had in the James Bond movie. I think <laughs> that he slid down. Uh, no, no, okay. No, no. Okay, so listen to this. The um, the unusual signal uh, was detected on May 15, 2015, by the Russian Academy of Science. Did you know that there was a Russian Academy of Science? Is that... <laughs> where, where it has it that they're financing it with, uh, with stolen credit card numbers. <laughs> uh, operated a Rattan 600 radio telescope in... Rattan? Isn't that a Pokemon? Probably. <laughs> oh my gosh. My son got Pokemon for his birthday and he is really excited. I think uh, he told me this morning that he got 11 new Pokemon EXs. Nice. Um, I know that's a good thing, but I don't know why. In uh, Zelenchuskaya, Russia. Uh, but this was kept secret from the international community. Why? Because of Vladimir Putin. 
Uh, word, word has it that Putin leaked this to Donald Trump, which is the reason it's coming out in one of their pillow talk sessions. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. Bad political humor. Um, okay. Mysterious Star's designation is HD164595. It's like Finn's stormtrooper number. Uh, and it's considered to be sun-like in nature with nearly identical metallic composition to our own star. Uh, so far, a single blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'm hold on. That they're fire aliens. <laughs> no, no, no. It said that they have um, a single Neptune-like but warmer planet. Hold on. There's there's stuff going on here. Let me get to the meat of it. It's been a long time since I've read this. Okay. Um, the signal strength indicates that if it in fact came from an isotropic beacon, the power source would be, have to be built by a Kardashev Type Two civilization. What? Uh, the <laughs> the Kardashev scale is used to determine the progress of a civilization's technical development uh, by measuring how much energy was used to transmit it. An isotropic beacon means a communication source emitting a signal with equal power in all directions while promoting signal strength throughout travel. Uh, it gets kind of sciencey here, Nick. <laughs> it's kind of sciencey there? Uh, in his acclaimed work, Transmission of Information by Extraterrestrial Civilizations, Soviet astronomer Nikolai Kardashev explained that a Type II civilization would be able to harness the energy of their entire host star. The most common hypothetical example of this would be a Dyson sphere, which is a which Star Trek fans know is a massive artificial structure that could completely encapsulate a star and transfer the energy to a nearby planet. See, Dyson sphere, there was an episode where when Scotty was in and they got stuck in a Dyson sphere. Remember that one? I know of a Dyson vacuum. Is it the same technology that's used in that? <laughs> yes, it's exactly the same technology as a Dyson vacuum. Okay, good to know. There's Dysons on other planets, I guess. Um, <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've missed you. Uh, it says that the signal is beamed out into the galaxy without aim or direction. So basically, the signal is being beamed out, just boom, beamed out everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. All at once. That it would require an enormous amount of power to actually be detected because it's being beamed out everywhere. It's not specifically being beamed to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, oh, but then it says, but what if the signal was beamed specifically at our solar system? <laughs> Which would be crazy. Well, that would require less energy and could indicate the presence of a Kardashev Type 1 civilization, meaning that it could be a highly technological contemporary society that harnesses the solar energy emitted by its local star, much like our planet does with solar panels. This particular civilization's social structure is theorized to be completely globalized and connected. How in the world we could determine whether how someone is socially structured based on their technology? I couldn't tell you. Um... So, basically, there's a crazy signal, and uh, there might be aliens. Interesting. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of, uh, they have a lot of information there that is hearsay, kind of though. <laughs> like we assume that they're this, and we assume that they're that. Well, yes, because again, we haven't met any aliens, so allegedly. Mm-hmm. Nick, do you know who this? Never- that guy is oh dr strange dr strange dr hugo von strange so first of all we need to uh set the date for our pillow talk uh dr strange movie event by the way oh yeah we do is that still a thing we do with other people <laughs> i don't know if any of those assholes come with us this time 
ridiculous. If not, it's a bill and Nick date. Hey, that's which, fine. look, I'm fine, I'm with, fine with. Yeah, I'm fine with that, too. It's, hey, look, they're missing out. None of those jerk holes want to spend time with us and screw them. It's their loss. Apparently. Uh, did you know that with its release only months away, Marvel has brought in community writer Dan Harmon to write some additional scenes? Yes, I did hear that. Mm-hmm. I heard this, but I, again, I forgot to talk to you about it. No, it's okay. I, I'd heard that. I also heard that I didn't read it because I want to be surprised. I, with these movies, I try not to read like anything about them. I even try really not to watch the trailers except for like the initial first one. But uh, I also heard that it fits into the Marvel universe in some like super crazy way. Yeah, I haven't read any of that either. I did. I didn't read that because I want to be surprised by it. But I heard it's like my. They said it's mind blowing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I was excited. Happy about it. I'm excited about this movie. I can't believe it's so close. I know it's like literally like three weeks from now. I know. Pretty nuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've already been prepping Mrs. Heron that we'll be going to see Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, 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 you gotta lay that groundwork quick. Mm-hmm. Lay down. Yep. Did you see today that there's a, apparently a new book, a new Star Wars book um, called Ashoka, where they oh. talk about why uh, lightsabers are red? No. No, you didn't see that? No. So, spoiler alert for anybody who's going to read the book, um, but I don't feel like anybody really reads Star Wars books anyway. Not anymore. I feel like that was the thing in the past. <laughs> So apparently, lightsaber crystals only um, reveal themselves to Jedi, mm-hmm. and then it can be whatever color or whatever, right? Usually mm-hmm. blue or green. Although if you're Sam Jackson, you get purple. Purple, the great. So Sith have to mm-hmm. steal their lightsabers mm-hmm. from other Jedi, like by killing them or stealing them or whatever, mm-hmm. or they steal the crystal. Mm-hmm. Well, the crystal is red because the crystal is very sad that it is stolen and it's bleeding. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So what you're describing to me is the plot of the Disney XD Lego Star Wars show. Um, Lego. The Freemaker Adventures or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Is that really the plot? You hear something back there? You're going to be screwed when we record our Halloween episode in about 15 minutes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, hang on. You continue talking. I have to check on this. All right. That was really weird. I didn't hear anything, but okay. Oh, I did. It was weird. <laughs> All right. Um, so Nick is getting up. He has his bat, <laughs> which he had next to him <laughs> for, for some reason, potentially. Almost want to make sure I ask him why he had a bat next to him, just in case. I don't know. This is Nick we're talking about, though, so, I mean, you never really can tell. Uh, he has disappeared from the frame, and he is still gone. So, I guess while he's gone, uh, I can let everybody know today on uh, my personal, he's coming back. On my personal Facebook page, <laughs> uh, you all right, Nick? No. Why did you have a bat next to you? Do you want to hear the story? You know what? I think we need to hear the story, yes. So, okay. Uh, first of all, the noise that I heard is my front door opening. 
Oh, that's not a good noise to hear while you're recording yeah. a podcast. Yeah, and it was locked. And Your front door is locked. Hold on. Hold that. All right. Oh, and now my daughter's up. Hang on. Let's okay. get my daughter on the podcast. Oh, oh excellent. What, what can we do for you? Can you call me? Can you call me? No, I can't go in your room to do the podcast. Did she you open got... your front door? No, I don't think so. Ask her. You didn't open the front door, did you? No. Okay. Are you sure? I was just asking. All right. Go, go into your room. Go into your room. It's late. It's late. Go in your room. I'm not kidding. Hey, what? Tell us a joke. Somebody stole the fruit on Jesse. Oh, somebody stole the fruit on Jesse? I can't. So that's why I want you to go. Oh, I can't. But why don't you go and see? I bet it was just. I bet it was just the lizard. <laughs> it's okay. Just turn on. Just turn on the light. Go ahead. Daddy's doing something. Daddy's doing something. Yep. What is? Sure. Go ahead. What? What's her? What's her issue? Somebody stole some fruit on Jesse. Uh, okay, oh. maybe maybe you just take like one or two of those. It's not my proudest parenting moment. No, take one or two. Don't take the whole bag. Yeah, that's fine. It's ten o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. It is ten o'clock at night. Your daughter is still awake. Yeah, go. What is she eating? I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> is she eating candy? I don't want to talk about it. Okay, go. She- How many do you have? Okay, that's fine. Go. Now tell her she needs to go lay down, though. It's time for bed. Yeah, you, yeah, you gotta go lay down. It's time for bed. Uncle Mr. Bill Harris says it's says, time to go to sleep. <laughs> go lay down. I know you love school. Don't tell her she can't go to school unless she goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay, love you. Can't go to school unless you go to sleep. Tell her. Tell her. <laughs> I already told her that. Tell her she can't go to school unless she goes to sleep. I already told her this once. She won't <laughs> well, she obviously didn't listen the first time. Bill, if she would have listened the first time, she'd be in bed at 8 o'clock. <laughs> oh, man. That stinks. It does stink, Bill. Uh-huh. Did you uh, hear that Rockstar announced a new Red Dead game today? <laughs> yes, I did. So very, very much. What is this one called? Oh, Red, Red Dead, Dead Redemption 2. Uh, no, it's called something else. Legend of the West. Yeah, that's what it's called. Interesting. Um, I was hoping so, it was oh, going to... Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. That's okay. So my story... So the front door was open. That's what I heard. Um, so uh, where I grew up at in Clio, we would get broken into a lot, like our cars and stuff. And so All I would right. notice like little things, you know, just around the house and stuff. And, and then I'd be like, oh, that's weird. I should probably lock my doors because I don't remember that beer can being there or... You know, things like that. And um, and so yesterday I was outside and I was cleaning uh, up something off the driveway or something like that. And I noticed some cigarette butts. Interesting. By my garage door. And um, my neighbors have gotten their cars broken into a lot. And, you know, weird stuff's happened with my other neighbor on my other side. And, and so I noticed some cigarette butts and I thought, that's odd. And I don't know, you know, if the wind blew them there or what. But what? 
<sighs> okay, well that's fine. No more candy. She doesn't get sick. It's time for bed. Yeah, it is really time for bed. Can't go to school. She won't puke everywhere, don't worry. <laughs> She'll be okay. I need she to go to bed. <laughs> See what it's been a long week already. Nick, I'm sorry. It's all right. Uh, so also to uh, last night there was a naked man walking down one of the roads close to my house with a gun. So, really? Was he dressed yeah. in a clown costume? No, he was naked. Just, you know, oh. butt-ass naked. Naked as the day God made him. Nice. So, now I have a bat by me. Okay, it makes sense. Yeah, it's this thing. Nick, I, um, I, so I was telling the, the fine people at home while you were searching your house with a bat, um, about how Facebook told me about a, um, a blog post I wrote five years ago. Oh, yeah. And I just thought it might be kind of fun to read it because I think you'd enjoy it. Okay. Um, it was called How to Commit the Perfect Crime at Your Son's Birthday Party. Oh, God. <laughs> so, are you settled in? I'm settled in. Okay. Uh, Nick, for those of you who know me, I'm prone to interesting stories. <laughs> well, maybe we're. This is before the. Uh, this happened before the rock wall, in case you're wondering. Uh, um, all right. So my wife and I decided that since our son wanted to celebrate with a green and yellow tractor party, grilling out would be a great way to feed the assembled masses. Now, for those of you who don't live in Michigan, a Saturday was a tough day for a birthday party. It was rainy all morning, and it was windy, really windy. It was windy enough that I was getting blown around while walking in the Meyer parking lot. It was that windy. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. a little difficult setting up the grill in weather like that. Even though it's a gas grill, the wind was playing havoc with the burners. So I set up the grill in a corner of the driveway where the house intersects the privacy fence, thinking it would provide some shelter from the hurricane force wind gusts. And for the most part, it did. The first thing on tap for the grill was the burgers, formed by my two hands. 90% lean beef with my special blend of spices and sauces added to the meat. Yum. As I was loading up the grill, a small piece of one of the burgers fell into the driveway. After loading up the grill, I needed to get rid of the ruined hunk of ground beef, sauces, and spices. I looked to my right, nothing. I looked to my left, nothing. I looked behind me at the street and the rest of the subdivision, nothing. I was all alone out there with my grill and my small piece of ruined hamburger meat. No, I didn't eat it, but my plan was to chuck it into my neighbor's bushes. Okay, that's all right. That's okay. It's all right. Go lay down and go to sleep or you can't go to school. There you go. (laughs) No, I'm not proud of myself. I should have just thrown it in the trash. But at the time, feeding a poor, starving squirrel or rabbit seemed like a brilliant idea. I tossed the piece of meat across my side yard and to my neighbor's bushes. Everything was going great until the flying piece of meat cleared the privacy fence. Then the wind caught it. Do you know that a small... Do you know that a small piece of meat can get some air underneath it? Neither did I. 
As the piece of meat cleared the fence, it was like it had sprouted wings. The swirling wind that I hadn't really noticed before made the meat gain in altitude. Instead of falling peacefully into the ground underneath the bushes, the meat gained in altitude, took a right turn at Albuquerque, and splatted onto the side of my neighbor's house. (laughs) It nailed the siding about six feet up from the ground, and there it stayed. I watched the spot in stunned silence for about ten seconds, going through a mental checklist of my current options. (laughs) Pretending that nothing had happened was no longer an option, since my primary concern was if my neighbor was home and if he'd heard the splat. To me, it sounded like a gunshot. (laughs) I was convinced that he'd heard it. It was time for fight or flight. I froze, not ready to make a decision. My brain finally connected to my feet. Flight! I ran inside. Once inside, I further surveyed my options, but since I still had food in the grill, I was eventually going to have to go back outside. Once I went back outside, I knew this ordeal wasn't over. The good news was that my neighbor wasn't staring at me from the side of his yard, but the bad news was that the chunk of meat still was. (laughs) I I was almost as if it was looking into my soul. Did you hear that? No. Oh, Oh, okay. Then I had a horrible realization that this wasn't going to get better on its own. While I was in the house, I'd subconsciously hoped that I'd go back outside. The flying hamburger would have fallen quietly to the ground. I wouldn't have to look at it, and I'd be able to forget that this whole thing ever happened. Unfortunately, my secret blend of sauces and spices was helping the burger to suction onto my neighbor's vinyl siding. (laughs) Once again, I looked around to see if anyone was watching. I was still in the clear. My neighbor was nowhere to be seen. As I came out from behind my fence, I checked to make sure he wasn't in his backyard or on his deck. Still clear. I quickly ran over to his side of the house, leaned over his bushes, took my grill tongs, and pried the sticky burger off of his house. I then promptly let the meat fall to the ground, its original intended resting place. (laughs) Yes, I know you think I should have seen the omen and just thrown the blasted burger away, but I'm a guy and I'm stubborn. I then turned around and quickly ran back the four steps to the safety of my driveway and checked once again to make sure that no one was watching me. I had committed the perfect crime. (laughs) From the safety of my driveway, the whole ordeal seemed hilarious and I started to laugh. Eventually, I told everyone at the party what had happened. The men seemed to find my story much funnier than the women. Must be because men find flying pieces of ground beef, spices, and sauce much funnier than women. In hindsight, of course, I realized that picking the meat off the ground and just throwing it in the garbage would have kept me from all this stress. But let's face it, it's not how I roll. (laughs) If my wife were here, she'd ask exactly how I do roll. Do I roll by throwing food at my neighbor's house? I'd say that I don't. She'd argue that I do, and she'd be right. I also feel it's important to note that I don't routinely throw food at my neighbor's house. In fact, I can't ever recall ever throwing food at my neighbor that I've liked before Saturday. So I guess this proves there's a first time for everything. Now, if you're looking for a lesson learned here, I guess you could say that when you're grilling out, when your food hits the ground, you should always throw it away, unless it's bread, because that needs to be thrown in the yard and left for the ducks. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, Lydia. <laughs> that's, that's a fabulous story. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I was reading that blog post and laughing this morning while I was reading it. <laughs> I, I have a, I have a question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for this blog post, uh, if you were committing the perfect crime, why did you document it in a blog post? <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly the point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Can, just making sure. Lydia, can you tell us a joke? Do you know me? Do you know? Can you tell me a joke? 
Can you tell Mr. Heron a joke? Daddy say knock knock. Knock knock. Banana. Oh, Banana who? Banana who? <laughs> Banana, aren't you glad I didn't say on? <laughs> oh, oh, get out of here. Yeah. Seriously, go to bed. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta go to bed, Liz. You gotta go to bed, okay? Come on. Okay. Lydia. Go. Okay, well, I guess we're not going to school tomorrow. Let's find oh, Declan to be no. to work on time. <laughs> huh? What? No, I can't. You have to go lay down. <laughs> well, well, this has been a good episode of Pillow Talk. <laughs> this has. Maybe this is a good spot for us to maybe take a five-minute break. <laughs> yeah, let's take a five-minute break. Okay. okay. Uh, so, Nick, what we'll do is we'll say goodbye to these fine people. We can okay. leave, just leave this feed open when you are available. <laughs> Come on back, and <laughs> we right. will record next week's episode. All right. Okay. Maybe we should have Lydia tell everybody goodbye. Yeah. Tell everybody goodbye, Lydia. Bye-bye. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> but what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, well, well, that's just what we call pillow talk, baby. Thank you for listening to the Pillow Talk Podcast. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. Find more information on them at thehardlessons.bandcamp.com. Visit us on the web at Local Flavors. I forgot. <laughs> at Local Flavors Productions.net. Thank you for listening to Pillow Talk. Pillow